Hi everyone, welcome to our third podcast of Free Devs and the Maybe. And this week we are going to be exploring quite a boring topic, but a, a quite important topic and one that you'll definitely need to know about if you're going to be looking to um, make websites professionally and your clients might need you to host their website. Probably nine times out of ten they're going to want you to host a website. So we're going to be looking at all the ways you can do that, what the expenses are, what are the uh, pitfalls. We'll try and give you some of the tips from the kind of uh, the knowledge that we've got over the years and and hopefully you don't make the same mistakes we did. So we're going to be looking at all that. So like I say, not the most interesting topic in the world, but I would urge you to carry on listening and uh, it, it's really invaluable material. So uh, as usual, I'm joined by uh, some really good pals of mine and some really good web developers. So they're going to help and uh, fill in some questions and uh, they know a lot more about hosting than I do. This is my, my weak point. So um, these guys will be invaluable. So how's everyone's week been? And the usual silence. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was waiting for everyone else. This is what happens, isn't it? Oh, sorry, you, Ed. How was evening, your week? Everyone. Oh. Evening, we're, we're too polite. I think that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. We're so impressive. Anyone steps on out yet? I was in a queue, you know, right. so I saw a line forming. I thought I'd just. Let's go off best corner. Ed, how was your week, been? Very good, sir. Blog, blog, blogging, because I'm a sad man. I saw um, that. You've been pumping out some uh, a lot of a lot of tutorials and stuff. <laughs> well, what have you been writing about? Uh, so I've got a couple on Scala and Java. I've got one actually maybe interesting is the uh, CentOS installation. Oh, I need that. Like PHP, MySQL, from a deep, straight from a base image up to actually being able to run it with firewall configuration and stuff. It's really, okay. I've got a load of text files with a load of stuff in that I use. And I'm like, well, I might as well just put them online and see if anyone else needs them or is useful, you know, it's useful for anyone else. And also it's great for me just to be able to find them again. Because normally when I format my hard drive, I lose all the stuff. So I'm like, well, at least when it's up there, I've got it up there, and that's it. How many you got on your site now? Uh, it must be like 13 now. So, you know, I'm trying to do it every other day. Every other day I'm trying to do a blog, blog post because if you, I, I quite like that because you, you kind of – you don't realize how much you're actually learning. Yeah. Until you look back and you realize, well, actually, you know, because I was, I was reading some stuff I wrote like, last year, and I was like, well, I'm completely wrong there. And it's kind of nice because at least then I know that I've learned something in this year that I didn't know that last year. It's really horrible looking back at your old code, isn't it? Like even old the- code, an old way you explain something, you're like, I completely didn't get that uh, that concept. Yeah, but, you know, it shows that progression. It's yeah, it's, it's all weirder to think also that maybe next year you'll be thinking exactly the same thing about now. Exactly. Undoubtedly, undoubtedly. Ed, yeah. where can people find your posts then? Edman.com. Thank you. Uh, That's so kind of you. I thought, I thought that might be quite an important <laughs> bit of information. <laughs> nice. It's an unconventional spelling of man as well, so do you want to spell it? Uh, double N, because that It's an unconventional spelling of Ed as well. Oh, it is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopeless, Ed. You're, yeah, you're pretty awkward, aren't you? <laughs> I have to be, you know, make it different. <laughs> oh, there's so many Edmans in the world. I've got to be. It's a little weird. Anything uh, exciting non-programming in your life this week? Um, not really. Right. That's that's that was a pretty boring a uh, conversation, car, uh, isn't it? Yeah, it was pretty pretty another voyage. Yeah, sorry about that. No worries. Return false. Yeah, can't please everyone. So uh, yeah, alphabetical Fraser. How, how's your week been? It's it's been alright actually. Um, yeah, the project that I mentioned that I was working on last week. Um, I had a, a bit of a heavy weekend last weekend, uh, and basically the, the project was meant to go live on Tuesday. Um, so. I basically had to spend all of Saturday in the office trying to trying to get through that, and then I did sixteen hours straight through on Monday. 
and then came into the office on Tuesday only to hear they decided to put the project back until January oh, and they God. wanted to restructure the whole UI. So, uh, oh, yeah, that was, oh. that was a, a bit of a kick in the teeth. But apart from that, it, it's oh, been man. fine. So it's taken off a bit of the pressure. Um, yeah. But obviously it's not nice to know that, yeah, that work you did at the weekend. Yeah, so uh, it's, it's been all right. And then, yeah, and then this weekend, non, non-web development related, just went into London, had a couple of drinks and... Uh, by a couple, I actually do mean a couple, and then I was kind of comatose yesterday with a hangover because <laughs> I'm getting old. Yeah, no, I'm exactly the same. Once I've had about two or three, I'm uh, well, you guys know you see two me, or three, so, uh, you mean one? <laughs> yeah, all right, <laughs> <laughs> your eyes are stinging, and yeah, lemons, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 it's my yeah. roll. Uh, yeah, I've got my Christmas due this Thursday actually, so uh, that's bad. Oh, so have I, so have I, have you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we can compare notes on uh, on Friday then. I'm gonna try and limit myself, but um, to what twelve? Well, this is gonna be like the yeah, break. definitely no more than twelve. You're you gonna know. listen to this and be like, yeah, I did on Friday. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. There we go. So, uh, yeah, whereabouts in London anyway? Uh, I'm not too sure to be honest with you. I got in the, the train to Charing Cross and then met a mate around there. We went to some. I think it was called Belgo or, or something like that, like a, a Belgian restaurant. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I had a couple in there and then a couple, well, I say a couple, I had another one in a, in a pub on the way back to the station and yeah, that was me. Nice. Yeah, my, my knowledge of London is pretty horrific. I'm, I'm up there again this weekend meeting some guys for Christmas drinks as well. In fact, I think yeah. every weekend in December now I'm, I'm going out drinking, so I'm a little bit worried about my liver, but oh, that's what Christmas is for, isn't it? So, <laughs> yeah, so it goes. How about you, uh, Lou? Good week? Yeah, um... Yeah, completely contrast to to you, to you guys. Unfortunately, things have gone a little bit quiet from my end. But um, I work for more of a more of a general design company, so a lot of the stuff that they do kind of winds down at this time of year. So um, yeah, a lot of the stuff I've been doing has been sort of learning my own bits and pieces and um, working on my framework and things. So yeah, not not too much going on at the moment. But I'm I'm assured that come the new year, things really pick up again. So hopefully, I'll have more to report then. I'm really uh, excited about seeing your framework, actually. It sounds like uh, pretty good fun. It's, a, it's an interesting challenge, actually. I, I do, I really recommend it for, for loads of reasons, you know, apart from, obviously, you're making a tool that you've completely created yourself, so you know how everything's been made and, you know, you, you can always build on it. Um, it's It's been really, really good and, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of occurring to me more and more on a daily basis what kind of a big big sort of project it's going to be because when you think of I mean it's an MVC framework that I'm making but when you think of all the classes that you need for it like sessions form validation uh, and then helpers and then god everything else it all kind of it all kind of stacks up quick so the more the more I do the more I realize I need to do to get to the next bit so but it's brilliant I am really enjoying it what's been harder uh, actual the development work, putting it together, or actually thinking about the actual design of it and, and where you're going to put stuff. Because I imagine there's a lot of grey areas where you're thinking, well, I want to make this function, but does it belong to the validation class or or a different class? Or do both of them use it? That kind of stuff. Yeah, well, basically, yeah, it's exactly right. It's literally before I'd even created my first, well, I just created the index file, I was already thinking, like, Christ, what would I need to put where? So... So, um, I'm still messing around with it. You know, I've got my core directory where I put sort of the main classes in, and um, I've got my site modules folder because um, I quite like HMVC, which is a more modular approach um, for another show, I guess. Um, and then I've got like then there's the argument like where do where do your config files go? Where what gets included into what? And 
it is. It's all it's all part and parcel of the learning process with it. So, I mean, I'm constantly going back to things I've already done and tweaking it as I get further in because you then realise, oh, maybe that bit could have been done differently. Yeah. But I guess that's the name of the game with it. So I do recommend anyone to, to kind of just give it a go and see how they get on. Definitely. Yeah, I think... Are you going to be GitHubbing it? Will we... Eventually, yeah. It's got it's got so a long way to go. I, I would be interested in GitHubbing it, actually. I've never actually put any of my, of my code out um, for anyone to see into the open source world. But... You know, I think one of one of the other reasons I made this is because, you know, all the leading frameworks are all just, they're just enormous. So I quite like the idea of making something that's a bit more concise and, you know, after, I don't know, three years in the industry, you know, I've kind of, I know, I know the kind of things that I need to do on a regular basis um, and, it, and it'll kind of include all of those. You know, there's a lot of things in the bigger frameworks that I'll never use, so maybe other people might feel the same way. So Definitely. who knows? Yeah. We'll see. I need a name for it, though, guys. So if you've got any ideas, oh, you need to go into one of those name generator things. You know, <laughs> name yeah. generators. They come up with some great stuff. Yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've actually, I haven't come up with any ideas at all so far. But, but how, like, how did Laravel get called Laravel? Like, what, that, what does that, does exactly. that have like some kind of crazy Latin meaning or something? Or no, I, you know, a drunken episode probably. <laughs> could be. Could how about be. you, Mickey? What have you been up to? Um, you know what, it's been a really frustrating week because it's just been one of those weeks where not got anything really shipped, it's just kind of lots of patches and all that kind of stuff. And tedious um, stuff. Yeah, and you just kind of, I don't know, you don't feel the benefits because you're never seeing anything actually result, go into the yeah. real world. It's really frustrating. Um, but yeah, not too bad. And um, yeah, I mean, the, the university studies are kind of, stepping it up a little bit now so there's a lot of stuff where before i could kind of i knew a little bit just from programming background but now there's stuff that's quite java specific or a bit more advanced um so concepts and stuff that are a bit more yeah yeah that's it so it's some great stuff um i really enjoyed it but at the same time it's i i don't without sounding cocky i'm I, i don't think i've been out of my comfort zone for quite a while so yeah, it's good. But uh, as you're saying that, didn't you say that you had one of your uh, the lecturer, one of your lecturers, was a good friend of yours? You know, uh, possibly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, a friend of the family, you might say. Friend so, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm going to ask him at some point if he'll be a special guest on the show. So, uh, yeah. Well, you said he listened to the first one. So. Yeah, yeah. I think he listened to the first five minutes and turned it off. So uh, that, you know, oh. that counts as a download to me. <laughs> he's, he's not the one that requested the t-shirt. Then he is actually. Yeah, but oh, I think well, he was. Well, 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 five minutes and then ask for a t-shirt. <laughs> I think he may have been joking, but I uh, thought we'd just get him one anyway. I've well, so. got like a two hundred here in a box. So, well, but the uh, the girl at work, she definitely wants one. She's uh, really? she's well up for it. Uh-huh. I wasn't even aware that we were making t-shirts. So, can, is there other? You know, can we explore other avenues with this? Oh, well, I'm thinking. Of, oh, we need mouse mats, if anything. I was thinking you'd be having a conference for your uh, your framework anyway, Lucon or something like that. So, uh, yeah, 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 it's all going to be about the merchandise. Oh, Lucon, that would be great. That sounds a bit Star Trek to me. <laughs> <laughs> we have to pay to go, or um, I, get some free tickets. I know, I know the guy that made it. He's um, yeah, he's very good. Good nice developer guy. and a nice guy, so I'll do. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> a couple of things I would like to say, actually. Um, a for anyone who doesn't know what a framework is, anyone who's listening, we are going to be going through that. In fact, it's one of the things we were just talking about before we uh, we hit the record button because we're kind of not sure exactly when to bring it into the series, and 
it's a whole kind of chicken and egg type situation where we want to make sure you know the right things before we go on to other things and it's just kind of trying to decide which is best first but yeah, the dependencies um, on exactly yeah exactly so um you know don't worry about it right now we are going to go through frameworks um but we're also going to go through quite another big topic which is objects orientated programming but obviously we want to make sure we can walk before we can run so um we will be going through that and we will explain exactly what that involves and the other thing i was just going to say is did you uh you guys see jeffrey way's tweet the other day the one about um developers simply can't play nicely with with others I did see that. Yes, I don't know what it was referring to. Well, I, I I know why he may have written a tweet like that, but I don't know specifically what he was referring to this time around. Yeah, I'm just wondering if you guys had seen the conversation. I had no idea what it was about. I just thought it was quite interesting. But it's not even out of blame war in a language. I mean, every language has you know debate. I mean, PHP's a pretty big one for it. Yeah. Is it that silly PHP drama website thing yes. that oh, everyone, the, yeah. everyone's got an opinion and everyone's oh, wrong? And Twitter, the Twitter hat, isn't it? The Twitter account PHP drama is absolutely fantastic for breaking news in the PHP drama world. Surely it's completely non-constructive. Uh, oh, it's completely pointless. It's just literally all it is is it, I think it's a random person who just fight like it's like Casper who just follows all these people, finds that these two are talking because that's what I saw with IRC Maxwell and. Phil Sturgeon like last week they started talking and you can just follow the dialogue now on Twitter pretty easily and you just see it just becoming childish and it's just it's so it's just so unproductive yeah yeah so to actually watch it to see it go through on your stream on Twitter and also to be even part of it so yeah I, that's another thing actually um, I don't think we really mentioned it since week one but um, anyone who does listen we would really like some feedback on what you think of the podcast and yes rate us know. on itunes absolutely yeah well that's it but you know we we want to know at the end of the day we what it's important to remember is we're not doing this for profit we're not making any money out of it we're literally just doing it to try and give something back because other people have helped us learn so you know let us know what you think if it is negative then then fine as long as you do it in a constructive way yeah yeah in a constructive way that's it yeah not this yeah. this is rubbish yeah, yeah we, yes, we should probably put a disclaimer out as well that we, we don't claim to be experts we're just trying to give oh, God, no. exactly that we do have um and if if we can help anyone then then that's a great thing um if not then we'll, we'll stop exactly exactly that and like i say i mean this next topic i i am clueless on so uh but hopefully you guys know a bit more than i do so um we should also mention quickly that obviously um, our website will be will be out very soon. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. We're um, you thought you might be able to get that together a bit later this week, maybe. So yeah, um, hopefully, yeah. If you get the the PSDs over to me, we've already got the domain. Um, yeah. Did you, did you do that, Ed? I did indeed. Eh? Did it work, Ed? What do we owe you? Snap that up, you know. Was it one pound fifty each? <laughs> oh, it's a bearage. Hang on, you're making a profit on that. <laughs> Effort is up nine. No. no, it's fine. I was, know, I'm, I know, I was so going to get in three, the, the, the number three as well. Good but, idea. Uh, but I didn't know whether we would, but I don't know. It's a good uh, idea, definitely. Yeah. Until yeah. someone tries to pinch. Okay. We'll get you two beers each. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what, you know what I was wondering, Ed? What's, What's that? that? How, how, how would a site like 3devs and a maybe.com be hosted? You know, if only there was a, like a brilliant <laughs> podcast out there. You know to what? That's a very good segue, isn't it? Such information. Geocities. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So yeah, three devs and a maybe dot com. It hopefully will be up and running next week. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, 
any, I guess this is a point where I'd like to ask anyone about any great new plugins or anything like that they want to talk about. Ooh, it's a good question, isn't it? It's a great question. Um, it's a great question that I actually did find something a couple of days ago and that I've lost it. Yeah, and I can't well, this is valuable, valuable podcast material. <laughs> I, may, I may be pinching. No, I'm gonna. I don't want to pinch Mickey's one. I'm sure it's Mickey's. Which one's that? It's a monologue, aren't you? You know what? I didn't get along with it in the end. Really? Why? How come? What was wrong with it? Uh, there was a load of dependencies that I didn't have. That is very, very much yet the way of the world at the moment. And um, it turned out to be a bit of a nightmare. So I went back to um, basics and just kind of wrote my own. I just needed something like like a garbage collector that cleaned up log files. That's all I was looking for, really. So, uh, uh, yeah, I kind of chicken out. No, I understand. This is, like, a ridiculously big... Like, Well, it's not really big, but it's more like it's got it's got some really cool handlers. Like, once you want to get into it, like, the stuff of, like, pushover, where you can have, like, I, you know, iPhone push notifications and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then the Swift Matter thing was so cool. That was very cool, actually, yeah. But and also, as you, I don't know if you noticed, you got the like Fire PHP and Chrome PHP things, which I think you talked about last week. Yeah, we, last episode. Sorry. Yeah, we definitely discussed. Yeah, that they've got like handlers for that as well. It, it is it is really nice, but yeah, yeah it's again, it, it, the trouble with it is, is yeah, the dependencies. But when you start using Laravel and stuff, you're kind of well, it gives it to you for free because it's part of a dependency anyway. But it's like you've got so much stuff anyway. But when it's when that's starting up, when do you want to be to become using all these dependencies? And yeah. that goes back into the talk about with Lewis, you know, about like making his own framework because, you know, the, do you really want to depend on other people's code all the time? Yeah, this is my this is my main issue, to be honest. Yeah. It's that weighing up, isn't it? Like, you know, and, and is it going to cause me more problems? Like, plugins are great and stuff, yeah. but until they break. Yeah, I've I've established two main libraries that I think I'll always use. I think one of, one of them is whatever at the time the best library for password hashing. Because oh, that's obviously far beyond anything that most most developers know. So I think you need to rely on on a specialist to put that sort of thing together for you. Yeah. I don't know if you do. Yeah, and uh, and Google Maps. Yeah, because anyone who's tried to work with the well, Google Maps API, I'm sure, has had a nightmare. So <laughs> yeah, any any plugin I, I can find or library that makes working with the Google Maps easier, I'm I'm all for that. Yeah, Fraser, I am very interested to hear how you got on with uh, CodeKit actually. Uh, pretty fantastic, actually, because I, I bought the license about, I think about 18 months ago, because um, I, I, I went through the stage of just reading so much stuff about it, and then never actually managed to get my hands dirty with it, and then I tried, maybe six months ago, I was like, right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a go on a project that I was working on, a freelance project, and then nothing ever really came of it, to be honest, because it was it was popping up left, right, and center, telling me that my JavaScript was incorrect, which it probably was, <laughs> um, so I basically just shoved it aside and didn't think anything of it, and then I've just started up uh, another freelance project, um, and I was like, right, I'm gonna gonna probably get my head into it. And it's, I, I spent it only took me half an hour to kind of get it working how I wanted it to work and, and do what I wanted to do with it. And it's, it's fantastic. Um, so basically, I, I've probably not even scratched the surface of it just yet. But what I've got it doing uh, is basically watching my my left directories and it's auto compiling my my left into CSS and minimizing CSS as your auto reloads. So with the cut, well, basically uh, you edit your your less file. Yeah, um, which is, is literally as soon as you save it, it compiles and compresses the the CSS, and then it refreshes your your browser, so you, it, it saves you a couple of steps there. Um, and I've also got it minim, com, uh, combining and minimizing my JavaScript files as well. Um, that was a little bit tricky to work out how to do, but like I said, I, I managed to get my head around all of it in about half an hour. Yeah, and um, it's, it's just been fantastic. So you've got all your 
you actually set the way I've got it working. I've got a main.js, and then in that I include whichever files that I want to, I guess you want to combine and compress, and then from that it will it will create me a, like a, a main underscore. I think it's MK that they call it. Yeah. Uh, JS, um, which is basically the, comp- the the combined and the compressed version, and it's just absolutely fantastic. It just saves me a lot of a lot of kind of legwork. Um, and it's yeah, it's, it's been really good so far. Like I said, I've, I've hardly scratched the surface of it, so I'm looking forward to getting a bit further into it and seeing what else it can do. But it's yeah, it's been been really good, and it's definitely going to be a, a permanent part of my workflow going forward. Are you paying for that, Fraser? Yeah, it, I bought a license. It was only like thirty US dollars or something. Oh, cool. Um, but it's yeah, definitely worth checking out. Yeah, because you yeah, bought it, that, didn't yeah. you? I, I did, yeah. Like a year ago, I played around with it. I started playing. And yeah, it is really, the GUI is lovely in it. Yeah. It goes, but I only had the trial. So I only had it for the trial, and I was too cheap to. Because I did find there was another, there was a GUI other guy one that was like a free alternative called okay. like Cola or something, or something like that. Cola. And then, um, then I started playing, uh, uh, Jeffrey Way started playing around with Guard, and then I found that on his tweets. And guards like it, it's just it's just a command line version of it where it's like through the watching and stuff for you. Yeah. But no, I mean the GUI for coding IR is just amazingly. Oh, it's fantastic! It's a, it's a little bit annoying though. In, in at times, I mean, there might even be an easy way of turning it off. But the way I've got it set at the moment is every time I make a change to a JavaScript file and save, when it compiles it, it'll pop up a message. It's like the the code kit window will come. Yeah, the notification bit. Yeah, and it's like yeah, I tried turning notifications off and it's still doing that. Um, which is it's a little bit annoying, um, but uh, I'm sure there's a set in there to turn it off somewhere. So yeah, I need to have a little a little probe around. So nice. Didn't a bit Didn't you? I don't you use something at your work, the CSS min or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's you know it's the most common thing that's pretty used out there. To be honest, the minifying one, but um, yeah, it's pretty good. I've got to be honest. I was kind of slow to get onto that train because uh, you know a lot most people it's are, like using people's bandwidth. I know exactly. You know, I like assets to be. You, you like know, using the, extra, you know, extra, re, you know, requests, web requests. And... Yeah, definitely. But uh, yeah, no, I have now come into the twenty first century, and I am minifying stuff, and and that is actually really easy to use. But um, yeah, so this is obviously something I need to start doing. Then, by the sounds of it, um, it's not something I've I, I've done much of so far. I always, whenever I download plugins and stuff, I use minified versions of things, but I've never done it to my own stuff. Yeah, and it, it's not, you know, it's not difficult at all. It's just a time, you know, bit of a time consideration. But it's getting that work through, like uh, Fraser was talking about, because it's so easy. Because the trouble is, you're never going to want to use the minified version, actually, you know, yeah. to debug it. Yeah. So you want to get this process right, where you're still, you know, being able to code, you know, productively, but being able to chuck on the server something that you know only the computer can actually read. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly that. But, um, yeah. Has anyone else uh, played anything interesting this week or? Quite weak. Uh, yeah, quite weak, really. Uh, definitely, from my point of view. I mean, with yeah, with my my framework, I'm try. I've been trying to weave in all the good bits and bobs that I've learned from the various frameworks when when I've done my researching, but haven't come across any any new technologies thus far. Um, but uh, no, no, I mean, I, I was watching a couple of videos about Grunt last night, which um, oh, that's so, something else I've been I've been meaning to get into as well. Yeah, it, well, I've only I've only literally seen a couple of videos, but it looks like it's another big time saver. Yeah, definitely. So it's just scaffolding, I think. Does that take care of all your humidification and and combining files and all that kind of stuff as well? Yeah, it looks like it. It looks like yeah. it. Yeah, it, it does look pretty useful. Um, I've only literally watched uh, two or three videos, so um, so I need to find out more and watch a few more of those. But 
Yeah, I mean, it's all it's all through the command line again, and I'm really getting into using that. I find it. I mean, that's something that I avoided doing for quite a long time, but now, now any program that you can use the command line with or terminal yeah. on the Mac is uh, is definitely worth doing, and quicker and faster and more yeah. efficient. Definitely. Nice. And it should look like more professional as well when you show it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I always make sure I've got my terminal window open. Window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess yeah. we uh best start talking about hosting. Seems like the uh, appropriate time to way to put it Yeah, off you go. I've got I've got a good way to open this one up. Okay. <laughs> Why don't we all go around and talk about the first time we ever tried to do this and how did it go? That's a great idea okay. actually. Yeah. Uh, shall I go first then, shall I? Or? Okay. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, I, I guess or we were talking about this before we started recording, but um, I guess the first few sites I built were ones that were through like GeoCities, or um, there was another one around at the time, but I can't remember what it was, but these Angel were. <laughs> it wasn't Angel Fire, no, that came much later. That was a pros uh, company. But. Um, Anchorpro.com yeah. forward slash pro forward slash centre circle. <laughs> yeah. that, that does yeah. ring a bell. Actually. Just that make one. up domains, or that's that, is that, no, that, that, that is actually the uh, the index page, the actual. <laughs> but uh, yeah, basically these sites were they were like the they came before like MySpace, but they were tools that would allow you to build a site. This was like when the web was really new and. Um, you know, no one knew really how to make a website, but they were great introductory tools. You could uh, just have a little play. You'd see very little bits of HTML, but it was enough to kind of whet your appetite. So I kind of started off with that, and I made a few uh, little uh, yeah, rubbish sites, I guess. But uh, all, all free, weren't they? I think completely that's free. free. The GeoCity, yeah, yeah. They used to splash loads of ads all over them as well. Didn't yeah, they? ads yeah. everywhere. Yeah, absolutely, and. Uh, and really, it was just an opportunity to get as many animated GIFs as you could find and just <laughs> smash them all over your page. And Yeah, yeah. Web counter, under construction. Yeah, uh, yeah. Counters, oh, yeah. back in the day. Absolutely. So that's how I started. And then, obviously, once I learned a little bit more, I knew that I needed to, to get some hosting. But I think, like I said in the first episode, I, I got burnt massively because I had no idea about local um, dev environment so I literally went out splashed the cash I had no clients or anything like that um, not that I have thousands now but um, you know in terms of my own site and stuff I had nothing really so I just kind of I googled it really just went for like the um, the cheapest one if I'm being brutally honest and you know I know nothing about at that time I knew nothing about you know uh, sort of bandwidth limits and all that kind of stuff so I kind of just went for the cheapest um, but that said, it probably wasn't the cheapest because it cost me absolute fortune. And um, how much, if you don't mind? I, I've got. A, I think it was about. I think it was about two hundred and twenty pound for two years, oh, and you who, had who to. Uh, same company that I'm with now. Three or six. Because I can't be bothered to. Uh, right, you certainly work anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah, justhost.com. Uh, I've just never been bothered to transfer stuff, but um, I've got an account with them though. I think they, I think, I think they're quite easy to work with. So you know what? You're like it gives you that cPanel environment. It's very yeah. easy to use. Very easy to pick up if you're just starting out. And um, obviously, we'll go into it a little bit more in, in this episode. But 
it's everything's done for you so you don't have to worry about setting up or anything like that you just literally you know when you sign up i think they email you like your ftp details and you're away so that's how i kind of started and uh yeah i mean that the cost of that has probably almost led to me being divorced three times over <laughs> uh, it's like every time it renews i just dread it but um i, I just can't be bothered to change over so. get you over to a vps it's it could, could happen. Could happen one day. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, who's next? Okay, now I, I got into it pretty much the, the same route as you. When I was at university, we, we had a module where we were learning a bit of uh, web development. So it was basically tapping in uh, HTML into Notepad and then, uh, yeah, kind of uploading it to another one of these GeoCities websites. Unfortunately, mine doesn't exist um, <laughs> like another one does. Um, that address again is. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, angelfire.com forward slash pro forward slash center circle. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just to give you an example. Is that what, the American like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Unfortunately, mine doesn't exist, but the address was, was geocities.com forward slash. Oh, was it, Geo, it was either geocities or intelcities.com forward slash Penn Boulevard forward slash Fraser Hart, I think it was. Um, <laughs> rolls off the tongue. You want to be that one? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not there, but it was basically like, it was the same as everyone's first website. Like, wow, welcome to Fraser's homepage. These are the bands. <laughs> these, these are what I like doing. And then you kind of put it up there expecting to see that counter go up to a million in like three days. <laughs> and you check back like a week later. And it's like you and your mum has looked at it. <laughs> and maybe Michael's mum as well. <laughs> and then, yeah. yeah, from there, basically, I didn't really have, have any hosting apart from that until maybe, I don't know, four or five years ago. Um, and then I just needed some for, for a, a project that I was doing on the side, like a, a freelance project. And, uh, yeah, kind of signed up with, with one-on-one and got a bit of shared hosting. And uh, that's literally what I've been doing for, for the last five years. Um, but I'm chatting to, to Ed and stuff over the last week. Um, and he's kind of put me put me onto DigitalOcean. So I've, I've signed up with him. And, I got, I mean, well, out of, the, out of the blue, I got an email from him today saying, here's £10 free or $10 free credit. So I've sign up there and I'm going to set up my first droplet maybe this evening or maybe tomorrow evening so I'll be able to tell you how that goes so yeah nice so what was the uh, name of that geocities again hang on geocities.com yep uh, forward slash uh, is it going to be there Pen- oh, I've got an archive site what is the <laughs> sub paper the, the, the neighborhood it's Penn Boulevard as in like P-E-N-N Boulevard oh, no, slash not- Razor Heart I'm looking for it now Oh. Are they are they still going? They got bought out by Yahoo, right? No, they they closed down in two thousand and nine. But there's like a torrent out. You can get all of the sites. Nice, because obviously you need it. Are you, are you recommend? Are you encouraging the use of those? Ed? Or <laughs> oh, but that definitely. I mean that you know, that that definitely is torrent worthy. You know, seeing as you're not available. You know, that's the ideal place to have a torrent. You know, share the bandwidth. Yeah. Did you find the site? Oh. I would love to see that. If you could find that, that would be... Uh, I'm pretty 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 that'd be gold. Oh, dear. My, my one is exactly the same as your two. Uh, playing around with GeoCities. I, I, I use FreeWebs. I don't know if anyone used FreeWebs. That was a, a great one. That actually had an FTP bit as well, which I was able to upload stuff to for free. So, yeah, that was an amazing. But, yeah, then... 
uh, then I moved on after free webs and stuff. I was playing around MySpace. MySpace was probably my first time I played with CSS properly for hacking MySpace accounts. I've never had a MySpace account. Ah, it was the best. You could hack it all, so you could just get the advert at the top, and you could do anything you liked. You could have loads of music playing, and no, and you could hide all the Flash players so they could listen to all this music together, and they wanted to change it. It's kind of died a death, MySpace, isn't it? Oh, yeah. has it? Is it? Well, it's still around. It's great for artists. I've just, I've just Googled, oh, I've just, I'm quite pleased to, I've just Googled Lewis Kane's MySpace and I thought I had an account, but I don't. Oh, yes, I do. Oh, no. Oh, here we go. I don't even remember setting this up, let alone what's on it. Oh, dear. That's definitely nothing to do with me. There's a, a weird, well, I'm definitely the bloke in the picture, but. <laughs> so, Lou, how about yours? What was your uh, yeah. first hosting experience like? Um. Scary, definitely. Um, you, you didn't, you didn't do the geo host and all that funky stuff at the beginning, did you? you you've no, this was, that was all a bit before my time. I think um, I'm sort of a bit more new to this than you guys. So um, I, I literally um, got approached by my local golf club to make a website for them, um, which which I managed to do through the stuff I'd learned already. And then I realised that I'd got to the point where oh god, I've never actually put a website live, and and I, I literally I did not know where to start. So. Um, I, I yeah I googled stuff as 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 you do and and I came across just host as well Mike actually I think I I think I googled like top ten yeah um, top ten hosting yeah oh yeah you, you'll find them all over the place um, so I opened up my account with them and and I, it, it sounds bad but it but it worked I literally they thankfully they've all got like online chat services and yeah. I just got onto that and I said look I'm new to this I've never done this before. Um, don't have, you know? Can you talk me through it from scratch? And they they showed me how to um, how to get Folezilla and and what details to use with all the FTP details. And to be honest, I didn't even understand the concept of you know putting a website live was literally just like dragging files from one box to another, just like you would on a computer normally. You know, I hadn't even really thought about it being that simple. So, but it is that simple. It is literally just transferring files from one box to another. That's it, and, that, and that's the way episode ended. I think <laughs> really, I you know what I've got to be. Fair, like like Lou says. As much as I joke about it, I I've never had any complaints about just host at all. So I don't I'm want people think I'm, all that. I'm not slagging them off at all. Um, I just think you know, perhaps looking around at the time. I mean, I, I don't even know what I'm paying now to be honest, which is really bad. But at the time, they were they were expensive. But um, but yeah, the service I've had from them has been really good. Um, even recently, when I had a, a client site go live, I had some problems with like. Uh, the transfer and everything, and they were really helpful with that. So, um, yeah, I definitely recommend them. You know, obviously, the thing the thing with Just Host is is that well, one of the better things about it, as with, with some of them, is that you can you can kind of choose how much you want to pay. So you could either, I think, when I was using Just Host more regularly, um, I was paying like a tenner a month, I think, and that was a monthly direct debit which I could cancel any time. But yeah. I mean, if you if you sign up for like five years, and that comes down to like one ninety five a month or something like that. So it's it's more it's more economical the longer you, you sort of host in your domain for. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess uh, I mean Ed, you've put some notes together here to try and put it in a more structured way. I mean, I guess what we've all touched on there is one of the first types that you you've mentioned, which is the free type. Yeah. So I think we've kind of put that point across. But I think the next one you've put is a uh, is shared. Do you want to uh, shared, go yes. into that? Yeah, so shared, shared's a bit confusing because shared is, it's both a concept and also actually a physical thing. So you've got, 
Um, you've got two types of shared, uh, shared hosting. You've got shared hosting where it's a control panel, which is similar to free, because free really is just shared hosting normally. Yeah. Um, but you just get it for free. Shared you're paying for, like you're just hosting. But the idea is, is that you've got you and a bunch of other people on the same server to, to, and you're all sharing the same resources. And the idea is that you're not all going to be using the same, all, that, all those resources at the same time. So you might as well you know, share it and then your price will go down because you only need that one box instead of having a box each. Um, can you um, just, because uh, I don't want anyone to get confused, I know we're sidetracking a little bit, but can you talk about what a box is? Oh, but right, so all that is is just a physical server. It's literally just like having your PC that you probably use and all your Mac, but it's powerful hardware, it's special hardware that's meant to be running you know, 24-7, and it's used to host the site. Similar to what Lewis was saying about the dragging and dropping, you're normally dragging and dropping them onto a server, where, and that's got its own special software on it that is normally a derivative of what the desktop software you're using, but the server edition that then you can use to host the sites. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so shared, it is. So you've got shared hosting, which is control panel operated, and that's like uh, using something like cPanel, which I think, Nicky, you talked about. Just host. Like just host, yeah. So you use yeah. the cPanel stuff. And, and that actually, now in those cases, it's shared. So it's shared hardware, but also the software shared. Because really what they've got is they've got like a package underneath that they're using, like cPanel, that allows them then to, you know, distribute off saying, oh, this person's got this site, this person's got this site, this person's got this site, etc. And then you get access to stuff like, you know, configuring certain small options, maybe in Apache, maybe enabling some extra modules in Apache. PHP configuration, maybe you can change the version of PHP dependent, like you can say, oh, 5.3 or 5.4. But you're at the mercy of whatever versions they want to give you because it's how lazy they are to actually want to update. Uh, you can then stuff like MySQL, Postgres, user accounts and databases. Um, so commonly, I'm sure, like with all your, you know, just hosts and stuff, it's like, I'm sure you've used PHP MyAdmin on there to access yeah. MySQL. Definitely. Yeah, that was the yeah. first one I ever learned. Yeah, so, I mean, that normally comes part and parcel with something like cPanel. Uh, park domains, so for multiple um, domains on the same server, so that's a bit more advanced. But So you can use cPanel quite well, like as a GUI, uh, sorry, it is a GUI, it's a GUI, it's a web-based GUI, and you can use it quite well with like just hosts and stuff like that. The problem comes into is that when you want to specify what you want, so you may have a client or something that needs specific hardware, or maybe you've got, maybe you want to start using PHP 5.5, or you want to use Nginx instead of using Apache. Your host doesn't support that, so you can't. You're, you're kind of bugging a bit when in that in that environment because you can't do anything about it. You're you're literally at the mercy of whatever that host gives you. That leads quite well onto a VPS, and a VPS is shared as well, so it's shared hardware again. But the idea is is that each one of you has like a container, a virtual private server. So you have a, a virtualized ser- um, server container like VirtualBox and Virtual PC. That is its own stack, so it's from the operating system up. It's all yours. Yeah. So it's like you've got your own box in the cloud, but really it's actually a box of boxes where you know the actual physical box has got loads of boxes inside it. All the virtual boxes, all the virtual virtualized servers that you have access to, you your particular one. But you're all sharing the same resources again. I was just going to say, if I can just uh, to use a big word, interject just briefly. Um, yeah. Because I'm going to pinch this from another podcast that I listened to a long time ago, but just to really clarify the whole box thing, um, to a lot of people like who've, who know nothing about what a server is, what it does, it's just this magical, mythical thing that sits somewhere that we never see or, or we don't know what it, what it is. 
I someone once said on a podcast they was talking about you know right back when the web began and and they literally their computer was the server so they were <laughs> saving changes on the computer oh wow and that was you know instant live changes that's all it was it was just your server was a computer and you made changes directly there but then obviously as things have evolved obviously it's impractical really to do that you don't want to be editing straight directly on the server with it right in front of you so that's how we've made you know systems that we can wirelessly get into the server access it via ftp or or whatever you or ssh or whatever you want to do but that's all it is it's nothing um more than that it's just a computer really at the end of the day that oh, yeah that we, we can remotely access um you know we don't want to see it it's just tucked away and that's where stuff's stored but that's that's essentially all, all we're talking about right Yep. No. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, and and it's the abstractions of how much more how more complex you want to be. Really, control panel operated and free. You you know you you're you know you're letting the host provider do all the hard work really, and you're just doing the FTP dragging and dropping. When you want to VPSing and then also dedicated stuff, that's when really it's when you have your hardware physical at home. Back in the day, you were saying, yeah, you know, and you're actually installing it yourself with an operating system like Central Indian. And the nice thing about that then is you can update and use the packages you want. So I want PHP 5.5, I want MySQL 5.6. I get to update them. That is one thing, caveat with the VPS, you have to update the server yourself. This is actually, yeah, come, comes back to a really part of, part of the learning curve that I'm sure we've all had is that we've all made a local site that, you know, we test locally and works absolutely fine and we're really happy with it. Put it up to a local server, suddenly it's not working. Yeah, and, yes. it, and it can so easily happen. Yeah, you do a PHP info or something, you find oh, this because this module's not available on this, or the versions are different. Yeah, yeah, syn- yeah. syntax anything. You know, it's, it can be the most subtle things, can't it? Or error modes, even. You know, yeah, anything no, like that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, an incident a week ago. I was uploading a, a site that I've been devving on my, on my my laptop, um, and then put it up onto my one on one shared hosting and then it, it didn't work it just gave me like a blanket 500 error and uh, there's no way of me to turn on uh, friendly error messages lovely so <laughs> i didn't have a clue what was going on with it I managed, I managed to figure it out in the end but it was like yeah a big two-hour head scratcher like okay so i've just put this this website up in this framework and it's not telling me what's not working but it's telling me something's not working and yeah it was it was it was quite a chore to to get through it in terms of like kind of taking out stuff line by line to see where it was actually going. Commenting things out, echoing to see that yeah, so getting the yeah, hitting that. that. Want me to uh, to have the discussion about VP- VPSs with you last weekend? Um, um, yeah, so with VPS, again, another thing with VPS is because they're virtual and they're self-contained. They're easy. The provide it's easy for the provider to scale you quickly, so you can say oh, or memory, or more processing power, or more disk space. And you can literally, with a couple of like configurations in like a web form, update your server. Say that oh, my server's you know getting hit quite hard. You know, I, I want instead of five twelve megabyte of RAM, I want uh, you know a gigabyte of RAM. And that's the same analogy of like updating just your physical hardware back in the day when you had your server at home, which is always which is a great thing. Um, the one I think with uh, shared, and this is when we start getting into from the free one, is the payment structures because shared control panel operated is like similar to what you were saying Mickey with the just host stuff so you're paying pretty monthly or yearly or something yeah. and a fixed price with VPSs you can get bit with that because typically you're paying by the hour that the instance is running so it's how long you've got that running not how much it's used not how much bandwidth you've used it's how much it's actually just running you know being available for the world to see 
you do have, like, in the say, it's a digital ocean, which is what I use now. You have, like, an agreed monthly cap. So it's like saying, okay, it's $5 for this to run for the whole month. And what will happen is it will increment up slowly. So this is how they get their money, where increments are slowly. And then it, once the monthly cap hits, it's like, yeah, it's just always $5 for the rest of the month, which is quite nice because then – at least then, you know, because they, they need to know that you're going to, that they're allocating this space for them to use it because that is a space that someone else could use. But also you're not being paid by hour because Amazon, paying by the hour can cost so much on a virtual private box. It's, yeah, it can get quite expensive fast. Can I ask quite a noob question, actually? Yeah, go for it. So obviously we're talking about virtual servers here, boxes within a box. Um does that make it any less reliable? I mean, at the end of the day, now you're more reliant on software than hardware. You know, if you if you've got your own dedicated box, it is the hardware. You know that it's probably yeah. okay. So, I mean, the hardware that you, the servers provide us is a lot more stable than the, the hardware that we buy. Yeah, um, and also, I mean, there's two. Going a bit more tech, there's two different versions of virtualization. There's hardware virtualization and then software virtualization. Like virtual box and stuff, we use is yeah. software virtualization. Yeah. And there's also the harder one, like the uh, Zen. No, not Zen. I think it's vSphere. So anyway, that's probably a bit too much for it. But yeah, yeah and you can use hardware, so it's quicker. It is almost the same as interactive. But yeah, because obviously with the shit, like if you're if any, if anyone breaks that server, yeah, and that's one of the thus you know every site goes down. Yeah, yeah. It's not like you've got that hardware; it's yours, and that's it. Yeah. Because that, that actually that moves on to the which is the the consideration you have to do with the shared server is that. You, you need to consider that you're exposed to all the all your neighbors' activities, and by that means that if they've got a you know maybe they've got a script error, they've had someone's been able to exploit their their, their script, bad programming, infinite loops. I'm sure we've all had an infinite loop in our life, no. and that takes away the resources. And then I've got one still going on at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and that, yeah, I just left it, and it, and it eats away <laughs> the resources. And you're like, well, why is my site down, or why is my site running slow? You're worrying about yours, but actually, it's someone else on the on the same box that's is its problem. And that's because they probably haven't configured it correctly, the actual host. But that's you know you need to take that into consideration even though it is the most economical way of starting off hosting off starting off your hosting like life because really you can you know you pay for what you use or you pay you know like two pound ninety nine a month or something and you don't have to worry about it because you let the provider handle it who do you recommend uses what ed like out of out of all these different options like shared vps is obviously um sorry vps is obviously more i would assume aimed towards the more sort of knowledgeable developers it's tough because because you, yeah you progress up i suppose really because it's more out of need than actually you know like oh, i want to use this because it's cooler because like it's like you get bit so many times you know with that whole like oh you know i moved it from my serve from my you know my life my, my development environment to live and it buggered up or something and it's because i'm using a control panel it's because i'm using oh look just hosts don't allow me to have this enabled or they don't allow me to have version the new version of five you know 5.5.2 or something you know a bug fix release or something because they haven't enabled it yet or they haven't bothered to, you know yeah. so it's tough because i mean to start off with it's best to start with a shared control panel environment like just host free webs not free web, sorry dream hosts and stuff like that because you know, you get to just use that FTP, you know, and it's just dragging and dropping and get that experience. But then you will want to eventually move up to using a VPS or something. Well, what sort of the main, I mean, I think all the operating systems I've used have all been CentOS. So I don't think I've ever even used anything that's been been anything else. But are there any major differences between those things? Well, because obviously you've got the Linux world and you've got Windows. Windows is its own different beast with Windows Server. 
but yeah, in the in the opera, in the Linux operating system world, CentOS is the like it's what is it called? It's called the uh, it's, it's the enterprise. It's the community enterprise edition. So it's it's the free version of Red Hat, which is a quite a corporate you know operating system that's used worldwide by a lot of big companies. Um, so and you've got like Ubuntu and stuff. But really, yeah, I mean. The package managers are different, yum, and you've got app get and stuff for these different operating systems. But really, the commands will be quite similar. Um, so it's preference. It's pre- really. Yeah, oh, it's definitely preference. And also, it's, yeah, because, I mean, I've started using CentOS. I used to be an Ubuntu lover like for, for on server for, for years because it was just easy. I got it tutorial-wise and stuff. But then the company that I, I was doing some freelance work for, they would, they want to use CentOS, and I was like, well, I better learn how to use CentOS and stuff. And now I've just gone to using that really. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is the most economical way. That that's the thing. Like a shared environment is the most you know the, the bang for your buck is just the best way to start with, I reckon. Well, having different live and and local um, operating systems is is a, is a nightmare. So yeah, like developing <laughs> on a Windows box and then trying to release it. I mean, unless you're going to do any you know mundane you know quite rudimentary stuff. Uh, yeah, Devin on a Windows box and uh, uploading it to a CentOS box. You are, yeah, you're going to get there. Because even if you're using like MAMP and WAMP and all those sort of things, it, you're still quite restricted within those, aren't you? You still yeah, you've got to be careful what you do. <laughs> um, well, one of the things I was going to say is you were talking about obviously with with shared hosting that you know you're susceptible if if something goes wrong with someone else's that you, and everyone goes down. But um, the other thing that that came up in my work uh, about a week ago, and I never ever thought about it before, but say you're on a shared hosting and and you've got the same IP address as some some other company there that are a porn site or they're selling Viagra. Yeah, a malicious user. Yeah, you can get stung for that just through affiliation if you're on that's that. You know. Very true. Yeah, they can block you and they can take you out of rankings and stuff. Yeah, that's a very good point actually. Um, but you can check who you're sharing with, right? I, there's a site. Ah, no, to. that's see, now that's the thing. Because it's all because it's no, you, you, you can't. can't, you can't, you can't, it, it, because you don't, you, you're not allowed to know really. It's security, right. like, there's there's so many, there's like these technical, I've read it like a paper on it, but like this way of like being able to like listen to who's on, you know, like being able to position your box on a certain box with another to do malicious things with. Like, you know, like say I want to get on Facebook, but they wouldn't use a share, but you know, get on Facebook, same server as them. Yeah, there's a way of like being able to get onto it, like with like specific you know algorithm type thing. But the thing is, is like you're not really meant you shouldn't be able to know because it's your own isolated container. Yeah. So if that really was a you know a concern like the reputation business, you you would want to get your own uh, dedicated hosting, I guess. Yeah. I mean the the, the IP address thing. I mean because the nice thing once you get into like the VPS stuff, you get your own. You can allocate your own IP address. Yeah. So you shouldn't have to worry about that. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. And another thing is, is the so with, with the fact that it's shared and you're all together, it's like say if someone's had a sudden spike in traffic, like the slash dot effect, or you know, um, you know, it's what happened, or Hacker News or Reddit or something. Your site's going and the bandwidth is going to be clogged up with their traffic, and no one's going to be able to go into yours. So if you've got an e-commerce site, yeah. the last thing you want is no one, you know, have a normal day's work of like maybe hundred hundred orders, but no one can go through because this other site's got a blog post that's been hit, you know, ridiculously for the whole day. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's these things you've got to weigh out before you, you know. But to me, shared is. I mean, I'm still on shared. I'm fine with it. You know, they, they these, the providers are really good at managing. Yeah, I can honestly say I, I've never had any issues at all. No, since I started using any of them, I haven't even had any downtime on any of my sites. So. 
Yeah. Not that I'm aware of. I mean, I always get emailed of, of planned downtime, but uh, you know, yeah, they give you plenty of notification, and it's yeah. never, it's never, it's never at like peak times or anything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, because you mentioned one of the points about um, running PHP on a Windows box. Mm. I remember I got stung one time. Is there some sort of case sensitivity issue or something? Or, or was oh, it with... oh yes, the file system. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, that is a nasty one. That happy. Yeah, MySQL as well has that. Problem. MySQL. Yeah. I think that's what the issue was. It was oh. some issue I, there. I've got a white screen of death through that. Yeah. From a from a coding night site. Oh, I remember actually I had one problem with the Windows. Money format, money underscore format in PHP doesn't work on Windows because it's a C, it's a C function that only is in the Linux or Unix, you know, operating system, yeah. which was great. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, yeah. But it, it, it kind of um, shows the point though, doesn't it? You know, if, exactly. you, You've got to be, if, you, if you don't know what you're develop, what environment you're developing for, then, you know, it's not unreasonable to expect that there might be, might be issues. Like differences. I think you're right, though. I mean, I mean, I guess hopefully a lot of the people that are going to be listening to this are absolute beginners, and um, perhaps some of this stuff sounds quite intimidating, and it, it shouldn't do because, like, uh, hopefully, like, you'll pick like, it up. Yeah, yeah. Pick like, it up. When you need to pick it up, you'll pick it up. And it's nice to know those options are out there. Yeah, but yeah, it, and yeah I mean, you'll definitely pick it up. That I mean, all trial and error is my part as well, where I've been learning this stuff. Yeah, and me and Lou. I mean, I think like you say, Lou, when we. When we started, we had no idea what was going on, and these no. things are pretty good, and they will give you uh, instructions on what to do. And I think for me, like you know, when I started with Just House, like the first email you get is like FTP details, so you can literally upload straight away. So anyone who's listened to this and thinking you, they're never going to get it, you will. Um, you know, it's it's quite straightforward. They will show you everything you need to do. So that's why I found the online chat tool so good because. It's obviously quite intimidating to be asking, to, well, to not even firstly know whether what you're asking is actually correct. You know, are you asking the right question to get the answer that you need? But obviously, because it, it's on, a, on an online chat, you're not actually speaking directly to somebody on the phone. So I just I found it a lot a lot easier that way and not a lot less intimidating. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and and it worked for me as well. As a whole anyway, I think, because I'm, I'm still kind of intimidated by so much stuff. Like, I've been a web developer now for like seven or eight years and then there's still every single day the stuff that I see I'm like I'm never going to pick that up and then you look back at like a week like even a week later yeah. and you can look back and you can be like actually that, that that wasn't such a big deal and I think that kind of that goes you'll, you'll get that throughout your whole web development career like you'll you'll never know everything and there'll always be stuff that kind of baffles you and and seems so far out of reach and then you'll look yeah again you'll look back in a in a week and it's it's second nature to you you know what as well I, I completely agree with that point and um in fact, one of my lectures this week, someone had put on like an anonymous questions board. They put, you know, is it a case just some people cannot pick up programming? And the lecturer, he was really good. Like he answered the question really well. But he was saying, look, if an English person tried to learn French, they might struggle. But how many French people at the age of like 16 would you expect to meet who struggled to speak French? You know, because they've just been engulfed in that culture and they've learned it from being young. And that's that's all it is. It's it's being in that environment for long enough, sticking at it, and being immersed in it, and eventually you get it. Uh, and like you say, I mean, hosting is a great point. You know, it's, it's quite alien when you first start, but after a while, if you keep plugging away, keep plugging away, eventually you get those results, and it's you know it's quite satisfying. Yeah, breaking those little milestones are really satisfying, actually. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, yeah, um, 
I was going to say, I, the next section we've got is, we've, we've still got a few things to discuss, like dedicated, and then a word that I can't even read that Ed's put. So I'm just wondering, <laughs> I, I think there's pretty too much to actually get into this podcast. I'm wondering if maybe we should split yeah. it up here um, and cover the rest in the next episode, because there is a lot of material, and I, I'm worried if we if we try and cram too much in it, it's going to intimidate people when it's actually, it's not, it's not that big a, a deal, really, I guess. We're only halfway down the so list, aren't we? Yeah, exactly. I think that, you know, there's some good stuff to go through, and I think perhaps we'll put this into a, into the next podcast if you guys... We get part two. I like that. Part two, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I like it. But in the meantime, if people, you know, um, do want to get hosting and they want to have a play, obviously, like we stressed before, please don't do it thinking you have to do this to to have a play with PHP you don't use a local dev environment if that's all you're interested in is it's just learning a few bits go down the local dev environment if you didn't listen to our second podcast do because that will go through uh, some of that stuff we'll talk about how to do that um, but if you are if you've got a you know you're itching to, to get some hosting set up then probably you know I think what most people would say here is you know go for something with a cPanel environment something like that that gives you that that GUI interface and it's a little bit easier to get get going with otherwise if you're not in a rush like I say local dev environments and check out our next podcast because we will be talking about the other things uh, and Ed will be going through everything um, <laughs> so another uh, an important thing we need to discuss on the next one is actually the, the domain element and because you can't have a website yes, without a domain so very good leave, point we'll leave, leave the domain great DNS, <laughs> the internet's phone directory. We will be going yes, through that. Yeah, do that. absolutely. But yeah, I guess guys, we should probably wrap it up here at the hour mark, and uh, it's probably a lot to take in. So uh, yeah, just to sum it all up, um, we will have a website hopefully in the next week. Uh, we are all on Twitter. We would really like your feedback. Please let us know what you think um, because we're doing it for you. So uh, let what's us know. Your, what's your Twitter handle, Mike? I am Michael Bud Six, but with one D. Don't get caught out. Uh, what are you guys again? I, I can never remember. Uh, I'm L, at L Kane's Web Dev. I'm at Fraser Hart Dev. One word. I'm at Ed underscore Man Double D Double N. And collectively, we we are three devs. Three devs and a maybe. Absolutely, and we are. I keep forgetting to do this, but we uh, said we will try and hashtag stuff if we uh, come up against any, uh, if we find any interesting plugins, right? Yes. We we're going to hashtag yeah. that, so we need to get back into that habit. So, uh, yeah, and eventually we will put show notes on our website so that one week one to three will all be on there at some point, but we'll, we'll keep you posted. Yeah, we'll try and do this next week, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> try and do the next one. Next, next well, yeah, one next week. That website, angelfire.com forward slash pro forward slash Show some love. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Get that hit counter going. <laughs> cool. All right. Thanks for listening, guys, if you did listen. Uh, yeah, we'll be back soon. Bye. Thanks, everyone. See you Bye. later.